You're welcome to attend. We use free conference call, or you can go to our website and join us in the briefing room. The website is pgn.church. The meeting ID is PGN. And we have our 24-hour text line to contact our host is 218-461-0164. So again, thank you for coming and blessings to you and the church that meets at your house. the voice of someone shouting, clear the way through the wilderness for the Lord, make a straight highway through the wasteland for our God, fill in the valleys and level the mountains and the hills, straighten the curves and smooth out the rough places, then the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all, all people will see it together. The Lord has spoken. O Zion, messengers of good news, shout from the mountaintop. Shout it louder, O Jerusalem. Shout it and do not be afraid. Tell the towns of Judah, your God is coming. So Satan comes and tries to take the word out of your heart, the word of God. If he is successful, he gets your joy because joy is a product of something that was spoken by God. Because the joy of the Lord is your strength, when you lose your joy, you become weak, you become helpless, unable to overcome. You become an open target for Satan's attacks. So remember what Nehemiah said, the joy of the Lord is your strength, Nehemiah 8, verse 10. God's word produces joy, and joy produces strength. So here we are in the book of John 16:22, And you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, says the Lord, and your heart shall rejoice, and your joy no man can take away from you. We have seen that if no man can take your joy, neither can Satan. He does not have the legal right to do that unless you give him that right. So let's fill our cups with joy as we feast on the Word of God. You are listening to the Gospel Trail. You know, I want to say it's so good to be back that we're doing this. I mean, oh yes, it is because it's been. uh, This is a a good. um, What's the word? Um, Recharge for me. Because I'm getting married in three days. Three days. Three days from, well, three days and two hours, but who's counting? Yep, and uh, you're not taking any chances. You got a, you got a pastor and a backup pastor. <laughs> That's right. Because, uh, in case. yeah, because the enemy, uh, the enemy doesn't want us to, uh, to have this gathering because the only purpose of our gathering, other than getting married, being united with Christ, is to talk about him and share his glory. Right, right. That's the whole goal is that people feel the presence, his presence at the wedding 
and that they see the joy that we have in the Lord in our um, our time that we're going to be wedded. So um, I'm really excited about that. But the enemy doesn't like that. That's why he'll do everything he can to uh, disrupt and do, uh, uh, to try to stop it. But greater is he that is in us, and he loves us, and we're counting on him. We're trusting him to... Uh, yeah, the Bible says to be not ignorant of... Uh and then use the word ignorant, not knowing or something you should know about is 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 how the devil can deceive. Exactly. And that'll be a specifically that'll be specifically that will be a good segue into because Ephesians six talks about putting on the full armor of God and oh. who are who is our enemy. There we go. You know, we're going against the powers and principalities, correct, Don? We're going against the powers and principalities. Right. Well I think and and I think any any uh well, we call it a movement, but any great movement of God, um, you know, there, there's a, you know, my, in my, <laughs> you know, you can't stop God. You can't stop him from affecting people. That's right. But, uh, you know, why do they say like, you know, the Jesus movement of the seventies started on this date and stopped on this date? <laughs> did, did. God just pack up and go home. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, I'm stopping it today. I'm I'm taking a rest. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pour out my spirit anymore. No, no. You know, it's like uh, uh, in church this last Sunday we had uh, from the the minor prophet Joel, the prophet, minor prophet Joel. Yeah, I'll have to and call he, your son the minor prophet. That's right. When he and comes he, in and uh, in that he says, uh, and in that day he will pour out his spirit on all." all Flesh. flesh, all, all flesh. flesh, and you got to realize, you know, here we are going, and it's like, why it's, am I, you know, I, I just wanted to share it. that. That's it, because he's pouring out his spirit on all flesh, and before that time, it was just God used the prophets to speak to His people. That's right, and there's, there's, there's nothing, the world, nothing, nothing the enemy can do to, uh, to stop that when he does that, and uh, you know, have you gone to the uh, the Jesus Revolution movie no, yet? Uh, our uh, city group is going to be going there tomorrow. Oh, yes. I mean, what that does, it stirs up that gift that's Ooh. within you. I mean, I can, <laughs> I can just, I mean, I can just identify that with that. And I, and I have, have, uh, I have been affected by that movement. It's, I mean, I didn't run to California, but, but, uh, it's it's not out of my wheelhouse. That's right. I'm the same age as Greg Laurie is, and I experience the same Absolutely. culture, the same movement, and and the same distractions. Because you know, it's a law of physics. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. That's correct. And uh, you know, and that's that's what the devil does. That's right. Is he tries to confound and and yes. distract and and. Uh, counterfeit he wants to put up a counterfeit mm-hmm. so then people going through the you know may have i think it was if you watch that movie it'll bring back uh, it'll bring back memories there was timothy leary was Ooh. down on the beach with the thousands and the multitudes talking about lsd how to how to uh tune in turn on and drop out i think was his that's right that, that what, was his, what his phrase yeah. well it's it's uh that was a counterfeit mm-hmm. right there that's right you know i'm um just as you were sharing that a little bit right now kevin 
I just felt the Holy Spirit is just stopped. I got overwhelmed, but I'd like you to open up. I'd like you to pray. Can you open up in prayer um, uh, for today? Because um, this is not by chance that we're meeting today. Because our only goal is to spread the gospel and to keep the revolution, to keep the spirit moving. Uh, where it is over 13 universities around the country, and uh, right, and it, our it, and yeah, and and I'm, it's the same thing. The same. It's the same thing. People who are desperate for something that the world does not have. That's right. And uh, they're looking. They're 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 and and uh, yeah, yeah, and and oddly enough, um, where that is happening, it's not a. Pentecostal church. No. Yet it happens. Yes. You know, God happens. So why don't you pray, Kevin? Lord, we thank you for your everlasting love. Thank you, Lord. And it can just be uh, summed up to three words that uh, actually, well, I'm sure it started earlier, but uh, the Jesus movement. Mm -hmm. You know, when they answered the phone, they would say, Jesus loves you. Mm. That's the start of a conversation. Uh. And I, I remember very well friends of mine saying that to me. And uh, it just puts something into your heart. It just puts something into your heart that just starts a burning and a yearning. Everyone listening, Jesus loves yes. you. Yes. And it's up to you to respond to that love. So we just ask right now that you hear what we have to say um, or go somewhere else and... Uh, Find out what your pastor has to say, but mm-hmm. just uh, ask him, what is what is this love that Jesus has? And we pr- plan on, uh, amen, and we plan on exploring that love as we do every Thursday. That's right. That's right. So, Brother, Brother Don, I went, Brother Don and I both were in the same theater watching this uh, in Florida, the Jesus Revolution. You know, what? what is your take on that for me that was the beginning and it really hasn't ended it certainly yeah. was a, a crucial point in my life and it it stirred me deeply and interestingly it happened about the same time as the the previous asbury revival and there is an emotional part of it there is something that really moves you deeply but i don't remember leaving it behind at any point it was more uh, something that I took with me for for years and and really ever since it's it's just been um, it's been more of God and that has if anything increased over the years um, because I've realized how little I have to offer God and how much he has to offer me and um, so that's that's my take on it it was it was a great experience it was a huge shift um, and yet, I think it's a shift that you build upon rather than um, say, well, that was nice, but, uh, you know, we need to move on to other things. I don't think we move on to other things. <laughs> um, no, no, we we don't move on to other things. And I, um, it, it set a fire in me, but I did my darndest to uh, avoid <laughs> the inevitable like so many of us do, that, uh, you know, I wanted to find find myself, I guess is what they call it. And, uh, yeah. you know, what's my identity? I mean, people today have such an identity crisis that 
they display on yeah. social media mm. and uh and it's it's just come you know just to an extreme i think you can sum that up you know if you want to put a tagline on your email or a tagline on the opening of a conversation i think the words jesus love you loves you is my identity and mm. it took me a long time to uh realize that mm. you know i went off joined the navy because i was confused did i want to be a electrical engineer did i want to you know i even started school before that yeah june of 1971 is when time magazine came out with that uh with the cover on there, a picture of a purple Jesus, and it says the Jesus Revolution. And that was, I graduated in June of 1971. You were just a kid. So, so uh, Greg Laurie also, he's 70 years old right now. I'll be 70 in June. So we're not that far off. I mean, it affected kids because they were in the right place at the right time. Um, yeah, there was a thing in the thing in the Time magazine, uh, and and there's the uh, like I say, there was a a uh, counterfeit going on at the same time. So the news headlines talked about about sex, drugs, and violence, and that it, it, as if you watch that movie, I mean, there was kids in the group that didn't participate with sex, drugs, and violence, and and some did, but later, you know, Jesus washed that away. Um, it said Christian coffee houses opened up in many cities. I mean, just like they didn't know what to do. You know, like we think yep. of starting a church. You know, they started up coffee houses where they could, could uh, that that actually the coffee houses, the name of the the Wayward Inn, Greenwich Village, the Catacombs in Seattle, I Am in Spokane. I mean, uh, it, this article on... Uh, Time magazine from that June of 1971. It says a strip joint has been converted from a or converted to a Christian nightclub in San Antonio, and it says uh, communal Christian houses are multiplying like loaves and fishes for youngsters hungry for home. Many reaching out to the troubled with around-the-clock telephone hotlines. Bibles abound. Whether you had one of the cherished fur-covered King James versions. Mm. I didn't have uh, any fur on my Bible. Fur-covered. Yes, that's right. Um, or scruffy back pocket paperbacks. Um, it says they were all invariably well-thumbed and often memorized. And, and they said, it's like a glacier, says Jesus rock singer Larry Norman, 24, um, it's growing, and there is no stopping it. And I, it, you cannot stop the gospel. Mm-hmm. You know, it may appear like a glacier, like nothing's happening at the moment, but it's slowly, slowly going around the world. And I mean, not one time, not two times. It, 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 it just keeps moving because there's new generations, mm-hmm. and there is no stopping it. Yeah, I get uh... I get, I get excited you uh, um, reading about that. See, because I got in on the tail end of that. I didn't become a Christian until 1977. Right. So the Jesus Revolution, I was still lost in my uh, mire of uh, uh, whatever. And uh, 
But I, but I remember, you know, when you were talking about, it, I remember in the seventies after I became a Christian, all the coffee houses that were in our city, Christians preaching and singing worship to the Lord, ga- gathering because, like you're saying, because you can't get enough. You nope, want to gather nope, nope. to worship Him, to lift Him up, to raise Him up, because you were desperate and you finally had some answers. Right. And so that's um. I get excited when I'm thinking about what's going on because we're a part of that. This ministry, this internet ministry, it, this is what it's all about, is to share uh, the love of God and, and telling people that Jesus loves you and that there's freedom in that and we need to, um, well, we need to encourage that personal relationship with Jesus Christ and gathering with other like-minded people, gathering and, and exhorting each other and encouraging each other to be bold to share, That's to right. share, because it's the best news there is. It is the best I news mean, there to, is. I mean, to live as Christ and to die as gain. To live as Christ, you know, Paul says that. That's what he says. Is that's what that's what it's that's what it's all about. Um, I keep reading Oswald Chambers, my utmost for his highest, and he keeps talking about being abandoned to God, being abandoned to God. What does that look like? Being abandoned to God. That means that's all we ever think about. Right. You know, we're not we're not we're not distracted. And so uh, doing that evaluation and it's like I've got like I said, I've got this wedding coming up and it's like it's it's going to be a worship worship time. That's what it is. It's going to be a worship time. That is. It's going to be a worship time. And um, uh, I just pray that that revival just continues on. Just keep burning. Father God, just pour out your spirit, just like you said in, in Joel. And in those days, I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. And your young men will prophesy, and your old men will dream dreams. And that's what I said. So I'm an old man. So, so, yeah. so, yeah, so how do we keep up with this as a church? Because if you watch that video, right, the, the, the movie, movie yeah. and it, it is so well done, it, there's so much detail in that that, you know, it just makes me cry. You know that that I, Stop it. you know I didn't I didn't catch on sooner. You Stop. know, um, oh. but but it, it was the church. They made the remark that your doors are not open to us. Yes. And how can we show that our do- doors are open? I've been to countless church growth seminars, countless countless uh, boardroom meetings where where how do we get people into our church? And somebody inevitably says maybe. We, we need some more youth, you know. <laughs> Look around the table. <laughs> we do need more youth. My response always is, when I first met Jesus Christ face to face and realized what my identity was, I wanted to know more about Jesus. I wanted to know more, so much more that I had to leave a church that did not bring Bibles to the worship service looking for one that did because I'm sure they're out there and they are out there mm-hmm. and that's how I got started on my journey with with Christ and he set me he set me free I mean it, it says in that article he's setting men and women free yes and uh, instead we stick to our own methods we stick to our own you know church leaders you have to go and watch the Jesus revolution mm-hmm. In the same article in 1971, it says in 1966, Beatle, John Lennon, casually remarked that the Beatles were more popular than Jesus Christ. Ooh. 
And now, and it goes on to say, now the Beatles are shattered and George Harrison is singing, my sweet Lord. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then it goes on to say, the new followers of Jesus listen to Harrison, but they turn on only to the words of their master. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. This is Time Magazine. Wow. And others thought he was a underground liberation movement, you know, and Jesus is wanted for the following charges, practicing medicine, winemaking, and food distribution without a license. You know, he's interfering with businessmen in the temple. Um, he's associating with known criminals, radicals, subversives, prostitutes, and street people claiming to have the authority to make people into God's children. And his appearance, typical hippie type, long-haired, beard, robe, and sandals. So that was a, that was a parody that the uh, author put, put in there. But uh, that is the world's um, view. That is a parody, but it's sadly that is the world view. And what we need is Jesus' view, God's right. view. It's the only view that counts. Right. Second Thessalonians 2.9 says, um, This man will come and do the work of Satan with counterfeit power and signs and miracles. So how do we protect ourselves, Sandy, from that? Counterfeit signs and miracles, I mean, people see and follow, you know, or right down to something that's seemingly innocent, like uh, let's go there because they have good music. Right. Um, the, it, it, it always goes back to the way that we can be safe, the way that we can be protected, is to be is to live our lives in His presence, in closeness to Him through prayer, knowing the Word, reading the Word, knowing what the Word says, because that is the truth that we, we need to go by. And when, like, uh, we realize when um, uh, Jesus was uh, tempted uh, by the devil, uh, he responded to all the things um, uh, that the, the devil was saying uh, was true, is that uh, it is written, and, he, and he, he continually said that, it is written. And the truth uh, just will stop the lies. It is written. Yeah, but we have to be close, like I That's said, right. because I was, because before I knew the word, I was involved in the Moonies. Right, and you then know? there's deception and counterfeit right there. That's this right. is the way. No, yeah. it's not. <laughs> yeah, and they, and they showed me love. Um, they showed me love, and they and they fed me and those kind of things. But then it was like I was, you know, I was hearing some of this stuff, and it's I, and it's not. This doesn't sound right. You know that I have to get married by Sun Myung Moon, so I have to separate from my wife for two or three years to go through this purification process. So I was smart enough to contact my Christian friends. Uh, they they call themselves the cult busters. Cult they came busters. to one of the meetings, and they <laughs> cool, came to one cool. of the meetings of the divine principle. Oh, that's right. That was that was uh, Moon's. Uh, 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 what's the word? Uh, the word he got from from God that made him the the Lord of the Second Advent. You know, he wrote this the book, the Divine Principle, and that's just like Time Magazine said, where two or more are gathered and seeking Him. I mean, He is there. That's right. So he was there. And he so is there. She, so she's presenting right. this information, the deception, the things that sound right. 
uh, but not. And uh, my friend said, no, that isn't what the word says. This is what the word says. This is what the word says. And this that, is right. any yeah. counterfeit, that's why we need to know what the word says. And we need to have a prayer life and a, and a uh, relationship with him on an ongoing basis with Jesus because he, he's given us the Holy Spirit that we can, we can know of all things. And he, and as we keep drawing near to him and seeking him first and acknowledging him instead of relying on our own understanding, as it says, you know, seek me, uh, do not rely on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge me and he will direct my paths. He will keep my path straight. So it's prayer, it's reading the word, it's spending time with him. And guess what? It's doing what he's called us to do. And that's right. And you won't know unless you've taken those steps that, that uh, you just right. mentioned. I mean, seeking more of him. Yeah, you, you have to want that. You that's know, you, right. You, you have to desire that. And like for me, um, I go to the jail and it's like, I have to go there because I like to share the love of Jesus, the love of God the Father, and to see the people in the jail that are incarcerated uh, get a smile on their face, and it's like they get it, and they realize that they're encouraged, that God is real, that Jesus Christ is real, and he is the way to true freedom. If you're in jail or wherever else you are, you know, that's the true way to, to freedom. So, so it's those things. We have to be close to him. We have to, we have to resolve every day to say, I'm going to spend time with you. You're important to me. You're the most important person in my life. I'm going to spend time with you. I'm going to read your word, and I'm going to listen to what you are telling me what to do. And uh, as we walk in his presence and walk in the light, we'll stay in the light. That's right. You know, the enemy will try to distract us, as you know, as I'm pointing oh, to Kevin right, right now, because uh, the devil doesn't want us to spend time with him. He doesn't want us to be free. He doesn't want us to uh to bring about God's kingdom. He doesn't want to because he knows his time is uh his days are numbered. And uh so he's going to do all he can to distract us to so that uh, we don't fulfill what God's called us to do. That's why I like the, the last part I, of Ephesians about putting on the whole armor of God. What's going on? Uh, yes, Don? I I agree with you wholeheartedly, Sandy and and Kevin, I'm certainly with you as well. I I really agree. You know the thing that really marked me early on, and this was even in high school, was having an older person that I trusted who took me aside and said, Don, I've, I've got to tell you some things about this Christian life that mm. maybe you're not aware of. And he started telling me, you know, there's going to be tough times and there are difficult times, but God can take you through that. Yes. And he, he was just so honest with me. I mean, everyone at, I worked at a Christian radio station and everyone I talked to was very upbeat and positive and you don't dare say anything negative, but he said, this is going to be tough, but you can do it with the Lord's help. Mm -hmm. And that helped me to get these glasses of reality on, I guess you'd say, there you go. to realize that, yeah, it was just, uh, it was a reality check that I needed and it was um it helped me through those difficult years and immediately when the jesus revolution hit and when uh the asbury revival 1970 occurred they were sort of together 
immediately my response to seeing all of this happening, people coming forward, people getting right with the Lord, tremendous things happening at the school that I was attending, my first response was, who are the new believers? They need to be, they need to be mentored. They need to be yes. encouraged. They need to be taught. Uh, that was my first response because I realized that was what made the difference in my life. And that's that's another another additive or focus we we need in churches today to be aware that that uh, we have to have that in place if somebody comes and uh, falls down prostate in front of our altar and says, "I need Jesus," and I have witnessed that. Yeah, the whole key. Like like I heard you say, um, Don, is like someone came alongside you. Yes. They came alongside yes. Yes. you. And that's, that's it. And that's the role that we as Christians need to come alongside people. We need to come alongside people and mentor them, just as you were saying. Um, uh, like I, I met this woman. She was in, she's 40 years old in our church, and she's in a city group, a small group, and she said, what we need, she said in the city group, what she would like to have is some older women and men that have lived uh, for the Lord for more years to um, to help her grow in the Lord because she's dealing with things. And it's like having the older person, the person that that knows that um, uh, that's one of the roles that we need to that we need to fulfill. Because we have something to offer is because what he's done in our lives, what he's continuing to do in our lives, and he is the answer. He is the answer. We have to keep pointing people to Jesus. Actually, we're going to sing a hymn. Should we stand? The words are in your, uh, in your program.
because that's where, as as Kevin was saying, that's where our identity is. That's our it. identity is solely in him. We have no other identity. because Amen. He knew us in the womb. He had a plan for us from the beginning. And he says, you're unique, and I love you, and I'm going to use you in a unique way, and you're all going to be fitted together for That's the right. body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hallelujah, I have a purpose. I know why I'm alive. I was created in his image to have fellowship with him and to have fellowship with each other and to be encouraged by each other, just as that's why if we're not encouraging you people uh, that are listening, that's our goal is to encourage you because he is the way, he is the truth, he is the life, he is the light, and he will flow through us, as it said in the the prophet Joel, and he'll pour it out. And it's and like, he will. how much do he we does. want? How much do we want? How desperate are we to want more? Just as you were saying, Kevin, yep. you wanted more. You wanted more. Don, you wanted more, and right. you learned more and stuff. And, and that, that's and the that desire. Want, want to um, should never end. That's right. Just like Don said, it right. never ended. And, yeah. and what, his love never ends. So he just keeps lavishing that upon you. Right. Yeah, yeah. he says, how much do you want? I'll that's keep right. pouring it out that's right. on you. And the goal is, I mean, the thing is, when he pours it on us, guess what he expects us to do? Pour it out on everyone we meet so they are touched right. by his love right. and that encouragement because the world is discouraged. You know, when you look at all that stuff, that's why we have the best answer to all those troubling times because he is the only way out. He is the only way that we can overcome in a, in a, in a world that's trying to destroy uh, uh, us and destroy each other through divisions. Let's right. pit this person against this other person. So we do that by dehumanizing that other person. And Jesus said, you know what? Yeah. I made that person in my image also. That's right. You know, and that's the key. We are all a part of the family of God. I am no greater. I am no better than anybody else because I needed him. Uh, I And I need him so that I can live a life that's pleasing to him and that I am fulfilling the role that he's given me to do. And that's the only, that's the only way to, that's the only uh, way to live for me. You know, I, I have to, I, I, I have to do that. But because of that, I have to be in a constant relationship with him. Right. Constant, you know, it's like praying, pray without ceasing, you know, pray without ceasing. That's right. And how do you do that? That's right. I mean, you just keep his, him ever before you, like Jesus, we're going to go to work today. That's right. You know, and then... uh, (laughs) Oh, we're going to do a podcast today. Well, we don't have to... Yeah. We don't... I mean, we don't have to... You know, if you're working at a medical center or a different place, uh, you don't have to, uh, you know, or you could run around with a Jesus t-shirt. They probably have outfits there for you, but (laughs) but it's not something that, uh, you know, just just everyone you greet, um, let let them know your identity. Plus, they could have it too, and just say Jesus loves you. Yeah, we are. We are not. What are we going to do today? That's right. We are not meant to be separate, separated no, from no. Him. And that's like everywhere you go, everywhere you go. If you go to the store, wherever if you're getting gas, whatever, wherever you meet people, you can show His love wherever you go. And uh, I, I, I'm with a Christian brother at times, or, or I, I, I've got a Christian friend and. Uh, we'll go and uh, have lunch, and the, the waitress will come, and the first thing he'll say is, uh, how can I pray for you? Boom! Mm. You know what I mean? It's like simple, but it is impactful. How can I pray for you? Right. That's that connection. It's like, you know. Or I've seen the reverse. Um, can you pray for me? Yeah. 
I, I mean, yeah, yeah. And then God is there. There's mm. two of you, and God is right there with you. That's right. What are we going to do today, Lord? What are we going to do today? Mm. You know, there's two levels to that identity, too, because there is a, the identity of being a follower of Jesus, which is our common identity. But when we get together, the identity shifts a little bit from being just Christian to having certain gifts and having certain abilities and certain callings within the group. So we have the, the external identity of who we are as Christians and the internal identity of where we fit in the body of Christ. Yeah, that's exactly right. And that's mm -hmm. actually Paul describes the different positions in the church through the letter to the Ephesians. You know, it talks about. You there know, we go. We finally got to Ephesians. And <laughs> pastors and teachers and, uh, <laughs> and people of uh, prophetic. Yeah, I, I want to get to uh, because I, I was really impressed. And, uh, that, and that is in the churches or should be. You know, the it gifts. It should be operating. The gifts. the gifts should be operating. Yep. Yep. The gifts. Um, you can call a person whatever you, <laughs> you want uh, or, or as an as an office, but uh, those gifts are available to those who who uh, purpose to teach mm -hmm. or purpose to respond to mm -hmm. someone's needs. Those gifts are available. Yep, and we're all gifted. And you don't uh, you don't have to go down a list or check off different things. Uh, God will provide with, when the need is there. Pure Gospel Network is an intergenerational, Christ-centered, not-for-profit internet mission church, a network of believers from many different backgrounds who are passionate about reaching out to others. Your Voice in the Wilderness, a church online since 98, now known as pgn.church, operates 100% on your tax-deductible donations. 